Hey everyone, thanks for coming to the Preacher Chick Podcast. I'm Stacy, the Preacher Chick, and today is day 176 of our journey to read the Bible together every day this year. Today we will be reading Jeremiah chapters 33 through 36, as well as Psalm 22. Let's get going. While he was still confined in the guard's courtyard, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah a second time. The Lord who made the earth, the Lord who forms it to establish it, the Lord is his name, says this, Call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and incomprehensible things you do not know. Okay, again, just one of those verses that makes you go, how cool is God? I mean, he says right here, call to me and I'll answer you and tell you great and incomprehensible things you do not know. What a cool God we serve. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says concerning the houses of the city and the palaces of Judah's kings, the ones torn down for defense against the assault ramps and the sword. The people coming to fight the Chaldeans will fill the houses with the corpses of their own men that I strike down in my wrath and rage. I have hidden my face from the city because of their evil, yet I will certainly bring health and healing to it and will indeed heal them. I will let them experience the abundance of true peace. I will restore the fortunes of Judah and of Israel and will rebuild them as in former times. I will purify them from all the iniquity they have committed against me and I will forgive the iniquities, all the iniquities they have committed against me, rebelling against me. This city will bear on my behalf a name of joy, praise, and glory before all the nations of the earth who will hear of the, all the prosperity I will give them. They will tremble with awe because of the good and all the peace I will bring about for them. Hmm. Jesus, let this be said. <laughs> let people in our city turn and bear the name of joy, praise, and glory, right? This is what the Lord says in this place, which you say is a ruin without people or animals, that is in Judah's cities and Jerusalem streets that are a desolation without people, without inhabitants and without animals, there will be heard again a sound of joy and gladness, the voice of the groom and the bride and the voice of those saying, give thanks to the Lord of armies for the Lord is good. His faithful love endures forever as they bring thank offerings to the temple of the Lord. For I will restore the fortunes of the land as in former times, says the Lord. This is what the Lord of armies says, in this desolate place, without people or animals, and in all its cities, there will be more. There will once more be a grazing land where shepherds must re may rest flocks. The flocks will again pass under the hands of the one who counts them in the cities of the hill country, the cities of the Judean foothills, the cities of the Negev, the land of Benjamin, the areas around Jerusalem, and in Judah's cities, says the Lord. Look, the days are coming, this is the Lord's declaration, when I will fulfill the good promise that I have spoken concerning the house of Israel and the house of Judah. In those days and at that time, I will cause a righteous branch to sprout up for David, and he will administer justice and righteousness in the land. In those days, Judah will be saved and Jerusalem will dwell securely, and this is what she will be named. The Lord is our righteousness. For this is what the Lord says, David will never fail to have a man sitting on the throne of the house of Israel. The Levitical priests will never fail to have a man always before me to offer burnt offerings, to burn grain offerings, and to make sacrifices. The word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. This is what the Lord says. If you can break my covenant with the day and my covenant with the night, so that day and night cease to come at the regular time, then also my covenant with my servant David may be broken. If that could happen, then he would not have a son reigning on his throne, and the Levitical priests would not be my ministers. Even as the stars of heaven cannot be counted, and the sand of the sea cannot be measured, so too I will make innumerable the descendants of my servant David and the Levites who minister to me. 
The word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. Have you not noticed what these people have said? They say, the Lord has rejected the two families he had chosen. My people are treated with contempt and no longer regard as a nation among them. This is what the Lord says. If I do not keep my covenant with the day and with the night, and if I fail to establish the fixed order of heaven and earth, then I might also reject the descendants of Jacob and my servant David. That is, I would not take rulers from his descendants to rule over the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But in fact, I will restore their fortunes and have compassion on them. This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord when King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon, his whole army and the kingdoms of the lands under his control, and all the other peoples were fighting against Jerusalem and all its surrounding cities. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Go, speak to King Zedekiah of Judah, and tell him, This is what the Lord says. I'm about to hand this city over to the king of Babylon, and he will burn it. As for you, you will not escape from him, but are certain to be captured and handed over to him. You will meet the king of Babylon eye to eye and speak face to face. You will go to Babylon. Yet hear the word, the Lord's words, King Zedekiah of Judah. This is what the Lord says concerning you. You will not die by the sword. You will die peacefully. There will be a burning ceremony for you, just like the burning ceremonies for your ancestors, the kings of old who came before you. O master, will be the lament for you, for I have spoken this word. This is the Lord's declaration. So the prophet Jeremiah related all these words to King Zedekiah of Judah in Jerusalem, while the king of Babylon's army was attacking Jerusalem and all Judah's remaining cities, that is, Lachish and Azekah, for they were the only ones left of Judah's fortified cities. This is the word of the Lord that came to Jeremiah. This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord after King Zedekiah made a covenant with all the people who were in Jerusalem to proclaim freedom to them. As a result, each was, let, each was to let his male and female Hebrew slaves go free, and no one was to enslave his fellow Judean. All the officials and people who entered into co covenant to let their male and female slaves go free in order not to enslave them any longer obeyed and let them go free. Afterward, however, they changed their minds and took back their male and female slaves they had let go free and forced them to become slaves again. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah from the Lord. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I made a covenant with your ancestors when I brought them out of the land of Egypt, out of the place of slavery, saying, At the end of seven years, each of you must let his fellow Hebrew who sold himself to you go. He may serve you six years, but then you must let him go free from your service. But your ancestors did not obey me or pay attention. Today you repented and did what pleased me, each of you proclaiming freedom for his neighbor. You made a covenant before me at the house that bears my name, but you have changed your minds and profaned my name. Each has taken back his female, male and female slaves who had been let go free to go wherever they wanted, and you have again forced them to be your slaves. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. You have not obeyed me by proclaiming freedom, each for his fellow Hebrew and for his neighbor. I hereby proclaim freedom for you. This is the Lord's declaration to the sword, to plague, and to famine. I will make you a horror to all the earth's kingdoms. As for those who disobeyed my covenant, not keeping the terms of the covenant they made before me, I will treat them like the calf they cut in two in order to pass between its pieces. The officials of Judah and Jerusalem, the court officials, the priests, and all the people of the land who passed between the pieces of the calf, all these I will hand over to their enemies, to those who intend to take their life. Their corpses will become food for the birds of the sky and for the wild animals of the land. I will hand King Zedekiah of Judah and his officials over to their enemies, to those who intend to take their lives to the king of Babylon's army that is withdrawing. I'm about to give the command, this is the Lord's declaration, and I will bring them back to the city. They will fight against it, capture it, and burn it.
I will make Judah's cities a desolation without inhabitant. This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord in the days of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah. Go to the house of the Rechabites, speak to them, and bring them to one of the chambers of the temple of the Lord to offer them a drink of wine. So I took Jazaniah, son of Jeremiah, son of Habazaniah, and his brothers and all his sons, the entire house of the Rechabites, and I brought them into the temple of the Lord to a chamber occupied by the sons of Hanan, son of Igdaliah, a man of God who had a chamber near the official's chamber, which was above the chamber of Messiah, son of Shalom, the doorkeeper. I set jars filled with wine and some cups before the sons of the house of the Rechabites and said to them, Drink wine. But they replied, We do not drink wine, for Jonadab, son of our ancestor Rechab, commanded, You and your descendants must never drink wine. You must not build a house or sow seed or plant a vineyard. Those things are not for you. Rather, you must live in tents your whole life, so you may live a long time on the soil where you stay as a resident alien. We have obeyed Jonadab, son of our ancestor Rechab, in all, the, in all he commanded us. So we haven't drunk wine our whole life. We, our wives, our sons, and our daughters, we also have not built houses to live in and do not have vineyard, field, or seed. But we have lived in tents and have obeyed and done everything our ancestor Jonadab commanded us. However, when King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon marched into the land, he, we said, Come, let's go into Jerusalem to get away from the Chaldean and Aramean armies. So we have been living in Jerusalem. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. This is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel, says. Go say to the men of Judah and the residents of Jerusalem, Will you not accept discipline by listening to my words? This is the Lord's declaration. The words of Jonadab, son of Rechab, have been carried out. He commanded his descendants not to drink wine, and they have not drunk to this day, because they have obeyed their ancestors' command. But I have spoken to you time and time again, and you have not obeyed me. Time and time again, I've sent you all my servants, the prophets, proclaiming, Turn each one from his evil way and correct your actions. Stop following other gods to serve them. Live in the land that I gave you and your ancestors. But do not pay attention or obey. But you do not pay attention or obey me. Yes, the sons of Jonadab, son of Rechab, carried out their ancestors' command he gave them. But these people have not obeyed me. Therefore, this is what the Lord, the God of armies, the God of Israel, says: I will certainly bring on Judah. And on all the residents of Jerusalem, all the disaster I have pronounced against them, because I have spoken to them, but they have not obeyed, and I have called to them, but they did not answer. But to the house of the Rechabites, Jeremiah said, This is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel, says, Because you have obeyed the command of your ancestor Jonadab, and have kept all his commands, and have done everything he commanded you, this is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel, says, Jonadab, son of Rechab, will never fail to have a man to stand before me always. In the fourth year of, Je of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah, this word came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Take a scroll and write on it all the words I have spoken to you concerning Israel, Judah, and all the nations from the time I first spoke to you during Josiah's reign until today. Perhaps when the house of Judah hears about all the disaster I am planning to bring on them, each one of them will turn from his evil way. Then I will forgive their iniquity and their sin. So Jeremiah summoned Barak, son of Neriah, at Jeremiah's dictation. Barak wrote on a scroll all the words of the Lord, all the words the Lord had spoken to Jeremiah. Then Jeremiah commanded Barak, I am restricted, I cannot enter the temple of the Lord, so you must go and ready and read from the scroll, which you wrote on my at my dictation, the words of the Lord in the hearing of the day 
and the hearing of the people at the temple of the Lord on a day of fasting. Read his words in the hearing of all the Judeans who are coming from their cities. Perhaps their petition will come before the Lord, and each one will turn from his evil way, for the anger and fury that the Lord has pronounced against this people are intense. So Barak, son of Neriah, did everything the prophet Jeremiah had commanded him. At the Lord's temple he read the Lord's words from the scroll. In the fifth year of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah, in the ninth month, all the people of Jerusalem and all the, those coming in from Judah's cities into Jerusalem proclaimed a fast before the Lord. Then at the Lord's temple, in the chamber of Gemariah, son of Shaphan, the scribe, in the upper courtyard at the opening of the new gate of the Lord's temple, in the hearing of all the people, Barak read Jeremiah's words from the scroll. When Micaiah, son of Gemariah, son of Shaphan, heard all the words of the Lord from the scroll, he went down to the scribe's chamber in the king's palace. All the officials were sitting there, Elishama, the scribe, Deliah, son of Shemaiah, Elnathan, son of Akbor, Gemariah, son of Shaphan, Zedekiah, son of Hananiah, and all the other officials. Micaiah reported to them the words he had heard when Barak read from the scroll in the hearing of the people. Then all the officials sent word to Barak through Jehudai, son of Nethaniah, son of Shelemiah, son of Cushai, saying, Bring the scroll that you read in the hearing of the people and come. So Barak, son of Neriah, took the scroll and went to them. They said to him, Sit down and read it in our hearing. So Barak read it in their hearing. When they had heard all the words, they turned to each other in fear and said to Barak, We must surely tell the king all these things. Then they asked Barak, Tell us, how did you write all these words as at his dictation? Barak said to them, At his dictation, he recited all these words to me while I was writing on the scroll in ink. The official said to Barak, You and Jeremiah must hide and tell no one where you are. Then after depositing the scroll in the chamber of Elishama the scribe, the officials came to the king at the courtyard and reported everything in the hearing of the king. The king sent Jehudai to get the scroll, and he took it from the chamber of Elishama the scribe. Jehudai then read it in the hearing of the king and all the officials who were standing by the king. Since it was the ninth month, the king was sitting in his winter quarters with a fire burning in front of him. As soon as Jehudai would read three or four columns, Jehoiakim would cut the scroll with a scribe's knife and throw the columns into the fire in the hearth until the entire scroll was consumed by the fire in the hearth. As they heard all these words, the king and all his servants did not become terrified or tear their clothes. Even though Elnathan, Deliah, and Gemariah had urged the king not to burn the scroll, he did not listen to them. Then the king commanded Jeremiel, the king's son, Saraiah, son of Ezrael, and Shalemiah, son of Abdeel, to seize the scribe Barak and the prophet Jeremiah, but the Lord hid them. After the king had burned the scroll in the words of Barak, had written at Jeremiah's dictation, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, take another scroll and once again write on it the original words that were on the original scroll the king Jehoiakim of Judah burned. You are to proclaim concerning king Jehoiakim of Judah, this is what the Lord says, you have burned the scroll, asking, Why have you written on it that the king of Babylon will certainly come and destroy this land and cause it to be without people or animals? Therefore, this is what the Lord says concerning King Jehoiakim of Judah. He will have no one to sit on David's throne, and his corpse will be thrown out to be exposed to the heat of the day and the frost of night. I will punish him, his descendants, and his officers for their iniquity. I will bring on them on the residents of Jerusalem and on the people of Judah, all the disaster which I warned them about, but they did not listen. Then Jeremiah took another scroll and gave it to Barak, son of Neriah, 
the scribe, and he wrote on it at Jeremiah's dictation all the words of the scroll that Jehoiakim, Judah's king, had, bear, had burned in the fire, and many other words like them were added. And now Psalm 22. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Why are you so far from my deliverance and from my gro words of groaning? My God, I cry by day, but you do not answer. By night, yet I have no rest, but you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. Our fathers, our fathers trusted in you. They trusted and you rescued them. They cried to you and were set free. They trusted in you and were not disgraced. But I am a worn, I am a worm and not a man, scorned by mankind and despised by people. Everyone who sees me mocks me. They sneer and shake their heads. He relies on the Lord. Let him save him. Let the Lord rescue him since he takes pleasure in him. It was you who brought me out of the womb, making me secure at my mother's breast. I was given over to you at birth. You have been my God from my mother's womb. Do not be far from me because distress is near and there is no one to help. Many bulls surrounded me. Strong ones of Bashan encircled me. They opened their mouths against me. Lions mauling and roaring. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are disjointed. My heart is like wax melting within me. My strength is dried up like baked clay. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. Remember what I said about that verse a few weeks ago? You put me into the dust of death. For dogs have surrounded me. A gang of evildoers has closed in on me. They pierced my hands and my feet. Mm. Are you catching this, friends? They pierced my hands and my feet. Whose hands and feet were pierced? Jesus. Don't miss this. I know that they're talking about David here, but this is somewhat prophetic in that it was fulfilled in Jesus's crucifixion. Okay. They do, um, it says, I can count all my bones. Okay. None of Jesus's bones were broken. People look and stare at me. He was on a cross on display for people to see and mock, right? They divided my garments among themselves and they cast lots for my clothing. That's what the soldiers did. That's exactly what the soldiers did with Jesus's clothing. But you, Lord, don't be far away. My strength come quickly to help me. Rescue my life from the sword, my only life from the power of these dogs. Save me from the lion's mouth, from the horns of wild oxen. You answered me. I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters. I will praise you in the assembly. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, honor him. All you descendants of Israel, revere him. For he has not despised or abhorred the torment of the oppressed. He did not hide his face from him, but listened when he cried to him for help. I will give praise in the great assembly because of you. I will fulfill my vows before those who fear you. The humble will eat and be satisfied. Those who seek the Lord may, will praise him. May your hearts live forever. All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord. All the families of nations will bow down before you. For kingship belongs to the Lord. He rules the nations. All who prosper on earth will eat and bow down. All those who go down to the dust will kneel before him, even the one who cannot preserve his life. Their descendants will serve him. The next generation will be told about the Lord. They will come and declare his righteousness to a people yet to be born. They will declare what he has done. That's it for today, friends. I hope you have um, a great day and come back tomorrow for day 177. See ya.